you this word from the book of Numbers. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn His face toward you and give you peace. May the Lord bless us. You may be seated. I believe it's important that we start with that because that was the instruction that our Lord gave to Moses to tell Aaron, the priest of Israel and his sons, that this is the way you're to bless God's people with these words. And God says that when those words are spoken over his people, he will put his name on them and he will bless them. God wants his people to know that he loves them. God wants His people to know that they can be and are blessed and that they are kept in His care. God wants His people to know that He can be gracious and that He gives us peace. And today's going to be a time of blessing. And all of us, in one way or another, have participated in this moment of blessing. From the time that we had our orange pages, do you remember those? And we... We put on there the names of people that we thought were shepherds to us. And then we had our green pages, and we, we put on there the, uh, the, the, the support that we would give to those who, who came out of that process with the orange pages. And I want you to understand that on one level, it's a whole lot of paperwork. But on another level, it's a spiritual process. As many of our current shepherds have said, the Holy Spirit is involved in this and you've been a part of this we believe that the Holy Spirit has guided us through this process of affirmation and that doesn't dis- that does not discredit the work that people have done in this and I want to thank Matt Griffin and Helen Pratt because they were involved in taking the responses of this congregation and then producing some results from that that we believe speak to us at this moment. So at this time, I'm going to ask Matt Griffin to come and share the word that he has to share with us. Good morning. Can you hear me in the back? Okay. Well, first of all, I'd like, Helen and I would uh, like to uh, thank you all for allowing us the opportunity to uh, have the responsibility of tabulating and reporting the results of our effort to uh, uh, complete the support of the uh, the pledge of support and the also the reaffirmation of our existing elders. Uh, the uh, results of our tabulation were reported uh, to the elders on Wednesday evening. And uh, I want to reassure you that all of those ballots and comments are, have been secured and are secure and that they remain in uh, the possession of Helen and I and we will destroy those by shredding in about 30 days. Uh, we are greatly encouraged uh, of the report because all of our nine existing uh, shepherds were overwhelmingly approved by this congregation. And that's really encouraging to us. And in a few moments, uh, Bob Knoll, 
uh, will uh, announce and present the men who've been selected to serve as our new elders in just a few moments. But I want us to, uh, to pray to God and thank God and ask him for our directions before that process takes place. Okay? Thank you, Father, for making our joy complete. That joy that we have through fellowship with you and you have with your son and we have with each other. We are so grateful. Lord, I pray that the unity of the body of Christ, this church, and all of us, will be completely gentle and completely humble and completely patient and bear with one another in everything in love. And Lord, may we represent you in everything we do, everything we say, everything we think, so that you can be honored and glory glorified for what you've done for us. And as a result of that, Father, may we bring a blessing to someone else. In Jesus' name, amen. nine of us, and there's eight here, and, and Paul Shirley couldn't be with us this morning. Uh, appreciate your support and appreciate your uh, continued willingness to uh, allow us to serve in this capacity. At this time, though, I'd like to invite Rick Carson, Brent Evans, Kevin Heslin, and Barry Owens to join us here on stage. in front of us. Based on the significant recognition as leaders by this membership, interviews with the current elders, and your express willingness to serve, we are pleased to invite you to share with us the responsibility of nurturing, providing spiritual growth, and leading this family of believers to a closer relationship with God. If y'all would put hands on, we'll pray. Let us pray. Dear Lord and Father, we believe your Holy Spirit is active in our lives and in the lives of this congregation. We see your hand guiding this selection process, and we ask for your blessing on these men and their families. Please guide all of us to be the shepherds you want and bless our efforts with wisdom, patience, and courage in your service. Bless this family of your children here that we will each love one another and we will be the spirit and light of your gospel throughout this community and throughout the world. Thank you for the gift of your son and the privilege of offering these prayers in his name. Amen. Amen.
Have you noticed that uh, on the uh, coverage of Pope Francis and his visit to the United States, that one of the things that everybody gets caught up in is the fact that he's always telling people, pray for me too. And people are shocked by that. The Pope? The Pope wants me to pray for him? You know, that's just not how things are done. Well, the Apostle Paul asked people to pray for him, and uh, I'm going to tell you that looking at it, you know, uh, I mean, me and the Pope are in the same business as far as the church leader business goes. So, you know, he's, he's, he's my guy. And uh, he's got a little different arrangement, you know, in what he does. But anyway, but I'm going to tell you this. Having people pray for you as a church leader is not a novelty. It's survival. We need it. And it's a way of affirming that we all have to have God and his spirit encouraging us. I mean, I, I've mentioned that there are many people that have prayed for me. My friend Randy Bridges prayed for me, and I, I, I love that, and there's so many people, and I, I, I want you to pray for me, uh, because I want to serve God, and I want to serve His people, and our, all of our, now we've got, now the number is 13, we've got 13 shepherds over this congregation, and each one of them wants you to pray for them, even as they will pray for you, because it's a way that we acknowledge that God cares for all of us. Peter, in 1 Peter chapter 5, refers to Christ as the chief shepherd. You know, sometimes people will talk in congregations and they'll say, okay, you've got 13 shepherds, but which one's in charge? Which one is the one in charge? If you ask our 13 shepherds, they'll have the same answer for you. Jesus Christ, he's the one that's in charge. He's the chief shepherd. It's always been that way. It's always going to be that way. So what I want to do right now is, and I know this part may seem a little less formal than everything else, but just affirming that God is part of all this, I want to ask our, uh, our, our, our four newest shepherds and their families, because I want to say this, they come to us not as new, you know, the, the shepherds have told us this over and over again, that they are not a board of directors, they are not the, uh, you know, they are not the CEOs of the church, they come to us first and foremost as brothers in Christ. They are husbands, they are fathers, they're sons even. And so I want to ask those, those four men, and, and please uh, bring your, your wives and your children and uh, your family, okay? Just if you would come down here with us and maybe a few of our, uh, now we will call them, we can't call them the current shepherds anymore, terminology is always, so the longer tenured uh, shepherds, if you would again lay hands on them, and I'm going to ask one of, our, uh, uh, one of the brothers in our church, Bill Camp. Bill Camp is going to pray for them. So, yeah, now's the time. Come on up here. This is okay. Yeah, now, now we can do this. But uh, we want to bless you, and we want to encourage you. So just everybody gather in here. This isn't like on stage. This is happy family style, all right? Family photo. Everybody come in here. You know, we are blessed with uh, great leaders here. God has sent them our way, and uh, I've known these men a long time. I've been here quite a while, and uh, not taking anything away from any of these men, they would not be where they are today without their families and their wives. So let's uh, ask God's blessing on them all. Bow with me, please. Father, we rejoice today. We give thanks for the shepherds that you have blessed us with. And Father, we ask your blessings on their families as well to support them and 
Continue to strengthen them in your service. And Father, we also pray that our West Ark family here unify as one to support these men and their families through our prayers, through encouraging words and acts, and mostly, as it has been previously mentioned, Father, through our love for one another, as that is the greatest command. We offer this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. We love you with the love of the Lord. We see in you the glory of our King. And we love you with the love of the Lord. We love you with the love of the Lord. We love you with the love of the Lord. We see in you the glory of our King, and we love you with the love of the Lord. John, the Apostle John, tells a a little different story about that Passover night. Instead of mentioning the bread and the wine, he mentions something else that went on, which would have been a very mundane act. But it would have been strange because Jesus, the rabbi, put on a towel like a servant and washed the feet of the disciples who had come in there. He shows them this act of hospitality. It was just before the Passover feast and Jesus knew that the time had come for him to leave this world and to go to the Father. And having loved his own who were in the world, he now showed them the full extent of his love. The evening meal was being served and the devil had already prompted Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon, to betray Jesus. And Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his power and that he had come from God and was returning to God. So, let me pause. Did you get that? All authority. All authority in heaven Jesus has. And he gets up and he does what? He got up from the meal and he took off his outer clothing and wrapped a towel around his waist. And after that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet, drying them with the towel that was wrapped around him. And when he had finished washing their feet, he put on his clothes and he returned to his place. Do you understand what I have done for you? He asked them. You call me teacher, you call me Lord, and rightly so, for that is what I am. And now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also should wash one another's feet. I've set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. And I tell you the truth, no servant is greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. One of the ways, we've been saying that today is a service of blessing, and one of the ways that we are blessed is to act like Christ, to follow his example, and not to take our authority or our privilege or our status and use it to our own gain and benefit, but to use it in his name to serve others. That question is not just appropriate for our 
for our shepherds, but it's appropriate for each and every one of us. Jesus is saying to you, do you understand what I have done for you? And if you understand it, and as you come to understand it, if you will follow his example and do the same, Jesus says, you will be blessed. That is where we find blessings. We have this time where, you know, we call it the invitation. We call it the time for responses. We call it a lot of things. You know, to be quite honest, sometimes we view this as the time where, um, you know, people need to make things right. And that, it's appropriate. But I think it's an opportunity for that spiritual service, that spiritual blessing. This is the opportunity when we get to demonstrate what Jesus means by foot washing, not literal foot washing, but by serving another in his name, by humbling ourselves and showing that all who come at this moment, whether you, you come as one seeking prayers or whether you're the one leading the prayer, we are all servants. We are all children of God. I want to ask our, 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 uh, our four newest shepherds, would you be the ones, please, who stand down here and receive people for prayer? You can go ahead and make your way up here now. We're going to sing this song. There are elders who will be in room 100 as well. Some of you are designated to go there. I want to remind you of the purpose of that. That's because sometimes we know that there's people who maybe they need a private place or a quiet place to talk with our elders. Those two shepherds who will be in there will also be praying over the prayer request on the cards. But if it's your desire to serve God, to be a disciple, uh, if it's your desire to share a prayer with these, with these men who are shepherds, we're going to sing this song, and let's encourage one another at this, and you can, of course, come here and let them know what your need is this morning. Let's stand. Let's sing.